Hello, this is Judy Barkoviak here from NLP and EFT Kids. Um, right now is the start of the new school year in the UK and probably in quite a number of other countries and places around the world. And what I'm uh, about to talk about, uh, fear of failure, really applies to any new situation, any new change, any new development in your life where you may look ahead and think, oh, what if it doesn't work out? What if all goes wrong? Uh, what if I don't make any friends? What if the teacher doesn't like me? What if my boss doesn't like me if you're um, a grown-up? Um, what if my business isn't a success? You know, if you're just starting out on a new business, a new venture, going freelance, uh, taking contract work, any new venture um, that you are about to embark on, when we project ourselves forward and anticipate failure, what we're really doing there is preparing ourselves for failure. So if it goes wrong, or we may even feel when it goes wrong, well, that's what I expected. That was what I was, you know, uh, fearing. And basically, it's sort of in your energy field. I know a lot of people think sort of energy fields may be a bit woo-woo, Frankly, I talk about energy fields quite a lot and um, I don't find children or teens have any problem with energy fields at all. And they're very aware that what they fear, what they put out there, as it were, does quite often happen. It's just that they don't always make that connection or that pattern. So I'm talking here from um, Fear of Failure from my latest book, Empower Your Kids, A Coaching Guide for Parents. And the whole ethos of this book really is about empowering your kids such that you are not doing the fixing um, that they are. And that way they learn self-esteem and they build resources. So many children feel failure and you can see this in their reluctance to put their hand up in class, their avoidance of new things such as initiating conversations with other children they don't know. The first thing to think about as a parent is how do you manage failure yourself because this is how children learn from you. If you're someone who would never admit to any failures in front of your children, then it's hard, isn't it, to know how they will know what to do themselves. I mean, if, if you keep your failures to yourself or you just share them with your partner, but heaven forbid that you should actually say to your children, oh, I really messed up today. I oh, I've said completely the wrong thing. I really upset someone. I really hurt somebody. I got something wrong. I made a wrong assumption about something. Um, this is how they learn that it's okay to fail. It's okay to get things wrong, to make mistakes, and that you can talk things through and think about what you learned, what you could do differently next time. And although when I think about some of the sort of failures that I've made, some of the mistakes, and I sort of sort of groan inwards that, you know, oh, my goodness, how could I have done that? You know, how embarrassing um, I realise, of course, that, you know, I have learned something from it. One of the NLP presuppositions is that there is no failure, only feedback. 
Um, in other words, what we're doing is reframing a mistake as a learning. We're learning how to get it right, how to do it better next time. I don't know about you, but I'm really enjoying Elizabeth Day's, um, Elizabeth Day's um, How to Fail podcast. I think it's absolutely amazing. Uh, my mum lives down in Brighton, so I'm back and forth from down there quite a lot. In fact, I even see clients down in Brighton. And um, I've been listening to her podcast where she's interviewing people about how they failed and she asks them to uh, talk about three what they would call failures um, in their life which is absolutely fascinating because of course what you learn from that is um, how they've gone on to succeed how they've learned from that and I've read her book as well you know how to fail uh, which is her own personal account of um, the things that she feels uh, she got wrong in her life and what she learned from them. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by, um, by the positivity that you can actually take from failure. You know, it's, it's, it's something that's in, in, invigorating, really, uh, because the learnings can take you in sort of a new direction and, um, and also opens up that vulnerability that Brene Brown talks about so much, um, which again is very powerful, um, which is that by being vulnerable, we open ourselves up to connection. I mean, nobody wants to connect with somebody who's flipping perfect, do they? Um, you know, because perfect people really don't exist. It's, it's, it's false. It's, it's not real. So by opening ourselves up to vulnerability, by recognizing and talking about the things that we got wrong, we actually make ourselves more approachable, more human, and we learn from them as well. <clears throat> One of the things I talk to children about is the old feedback sandwich, which a lot of NLP practitioners are not particularly keen on. And... Um, I think um, the reason that they're not perhaps is in its simplicity, uh, but actually this works quite well for children in so much as um, when they think about um, uh, sort of, you know, think back over the day, what's gone well is a good place to start because we don't want children going to bed reflecting on on things that have gone badly that day it's not the best time in the school in, in the day to be you know reframing and thinking of positive things and so on we really want it to be quite a quick and simple approach so what's what's what got's gone well you know thinking back on the day what, what what were the high points what are you grateful for what were the the fun things the things we laughed at the sort of smiley things you know the sort of connections the um you know maybe funny things that friends have done funny things teachers have said um so what's the most positive you know what's the positives that have come out of the day um and then the next one really is to think about, okay, so, um, you know, what would you do differently next time if there was anything you could improve on, anything you could do more of, anything you could do less of, anything that would make things go even better? And here, uh, if you're a coach, a really lovely exercise that I do, which is fun, um, is to put a waste paper basket or a bin of some sort in the room and then uh, some balls. As those of you who know me know very well, I, I love my tennis. 
Um, lots of clients know very well, sort of come charging in, charge upstairs, shower change, and then I'm in the therapy room having played tennis. Um, and so I always have tennis balls. Um, so get some balls and give the child the balls and um, uh, a bin and ask them to find as many different ways as they can to get those balls in the bin. Um, and, you know, I sometimes I'll say to an eight-year-old child, find eight different ways to get the balls in the bin, you know, and so on. Um, and, you know, they do it under their arm, under their uh under their leg, uh, between their legs, backwards, forwards, bounce it in, jump it up on the ceiling and in and so on. Um, because I mean, when children can learn kinesthetically by getting actively involved, they really integrate the learning so much better than you telling them. Um, so a parent saying, come on, there must be lots of different options. You know, it's not the same as chucking balls in bins or baskets if you're a bit short of balls um, uh, at the time you know scraps of paper scrumple them up and chuck those in and uh, you can even do a sort of uh, you know let's think of different ways to get around this problem or to do things better next time write them on bits of paper scrumple them up and throw them in actually doing something like that is quite fun uh, in itself so automatically you're slightly sort of you know entering into a sort of quite a positive approach to uh, the things that we, we're not so happy about the day and then um, finally to sort of finish it on a high in terms of okay so um, what's the learning you know what's the learning experience how do we feel now as we go to bed on that sort of note of yeah yeah the day's gone really well this went well that went well the other thing went well the learnings of this and maybe next time you know I could try one of these other options but yeah it's been a good day that is a great way for a child to go to bed. I deal with so many children who have problems sleeping. And what's going on is they're rehashing what so-and-so said, what so-and-so said, what did they mean? Why did the teacher look at me like that? Why couldn't I answer that question in class? And um, it's not a, a great way to settle to sleep. Um, there are some great ways to use uh, tapping um, for this and I'm going to um, do another podcast with the tapping but to be honest um, you really would be better off looking at my um, YouTube channel which is NLP EFT Kids um, because you can actually see me doing it and <laughs> me describing it is probably not the ideal you know it is better to actually see if you go to facebook i have a time to tap um facebook group with quite a few videos on that including one really sweet one that one of my clients actually made for me one of uh, a little boy uh, decided that he could do his own video for other children on tapping it's um it's rather sweet so time to tap, you can also, the YouTube channel, you can also go to my Facebook group, which is NLP EFT Kids. Um, a Facebook page is something similar. Um, and, you know, basically, you can see me tapping all over the place. Um, at Instagram as well. Uh, that's NLP Kids. So, but I will anyway do a podcast um, on uh, on that for you. So, uh, to uh, to go back through it, really, what I'm saying is, um, 
share with your kids where you've got things wrong. Uh, be able to be quite uh, light-hearted about it um, so that they can see it. something. It's just part of life. Um, and, uh, yeah, I would direct you to maybe um, Elizabeth's Day's podcast as well. Some of them on there will be interviews with people that your kids know have heard of um you certainly will have heard of some of them some of them are authors some of them are psychotherapists uh some of them are the sports people politicians you know a huge range um and um uh it's it's good to be able to just share um share your vulnerability with children you know because hey who, who, who wants a perfect person eh? i'm sure um i'm sure your friends your, your friends that you have that you're closest to are those that you that you love warts and all and uh, embracing our warts and learning from them is really quite um a good thing to be doing so i'll leave you on that note um embracing warts <laughs> What a strange idea. Um, but also opening up to vulnerability, mistakes, and those great learnings that we can have from them, those uh, great insights. Okay, bye then. <laughs>